most competitive guy. I mean, I would throw on Michael Jordan, Isaiah Thomas, oh, yeah. Kobe Bryant. It's basketball. It can't be, you know, you, you can't overthink it. Hello, everybody. Terry Foster here for the King and Foster Show. And we have a special guest. Special. I'm using the term special. Don't get all upset over it because this guy is a low-key, all shucks kind of guy, Vince Eleanor Ellis. <laughs> Eleanor. Eleanor. <laughs> <laughs> it's Terrell. Oh, Terrell. I always give everybody Terrell names. is much stronger. My mom gets upset when people call me Vince. She says my name is Vincent. Vincent. Of Vincent. And, and the only person who calls me Vincent is my mom and people. That oh, that's right. Yeah, you used to get pissed when people called you Vince. No, hey, Vinny, I get never on got pissed. Get on that mic. No, you Vin. you had that. No, 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 no. It was my um, it was my um, byline. Right here, little Billy. It was my byline. It was my byline. Right in there. I told you you had to put your mouth up to the microphone. That's the <laughs> and, way it but, works. But you know, here. I have a hard time putting my mouth on things. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I respect you for that. Now, Vince, uh, you are on your farewell to you gone from the free press. You were the Pistons beat writer for it was eleven and a half years? Eleven and a half seasons. Eleven and a half seasons. Mm -hmm. You are now gone. Mm -hmm. Do you cry at night, uh, missing covering the Pistons or what what is your disposition <laughs> right now? <laughs> well, I don't cry at night because I don't as you well know, those are late nights, so I go to bed sooner. Um, I have watched one Pistons game since I left. I watched, uh, I guess it was the Nuggets game. Uh, that's the only game I've watched. Okay. Um, so um, going to sleep sooner, a uh, lot more rested, a lot more relaxed uh, since I left. Uh, it's only been a week, so check back with me in a month and see how I'm doing. Okay. Sounds great. You'd be <laughs> on the road right now. You'd be in Phoenix. I'd be in Phoenix. Well, I don't know with that snow on the ground and how cold it is. Maybe I'd rather be in Phoenix right now. I think you would. But, you know, I, I'm good with that, though. It's I, pretty good. You got a game in already. <laughs> That's pretty That's right. fast. That's uh, how I know it's in your blood. No, but I missed two other games first, though. So I didn't, And I had no interest in watching those. So, uh, But uh, I happened to be home. I was cleaning my apartment. There was nothing else on TV. You probably hadn't uh, cleaned it in like it four years, man. There you know, you nailed it. You yeah. nailed it. You know how a sports writers roll. I mean, you were a bachelor once, right, Terry? Yes. And you I, covered the Pistons when you were a bachelor? I, I covered the Pistons for half the time that you did, but I covered some playoff victories. A championship. Two, two. championships. And how many uh, playoff victories did you cover? Well, as you guys know, the Pistons are currently have the longest losing streak when it comes to post to postseason. They've lost... 14 postseason games in a row, and I covered the last 13. Damn. They, did they call you jinx over there? Well, you know, that's what I said. Am I going away column? And I said it and uh, when I was on the Justin Rose on the Sports Cave. Sports Cave? What was it called? The sports that's it. Sports Cave, yes. Sports Cave. And I said that's the reason I'm stepping down. For the good of the community, <laughs> I'm an Alabamian, but after 18 years in Detroit, it has become home to me. So for the good of the community – for the good of my people, I stepped down. So you're not going back to Alabama? I am not. I'm staying here. Okay. Because uh, Alabama's a good state. I like Alabama. Yeah, it is. And, in fact, uh, my mom lives we, went, we went to Nashville. And you know how they have the you, – when you go to Nashville and eat, you they it's called a family table. Communal. Yes, yeah, communal. It, it'll be like 16 people in there. So it's me, Abs, and uh, my wife, and uh, my where son. Was, where was little – okay, Little B was we there? We went to okay. – um, Oh, geez, what's the name of that place? It's really good. What kind of food was it? 
Southern food. No, it was no barbecue, brother. It was so. It was Southern food. We had fried chicken. Uh huh. We had chicken and honey. Yes. No, no, no. Biscuits, Biscuits. and honey. Preach. We had okra. Which Preach. I never eat. Fried, I love me some okra. I know fried you do. Or, fried or fresh. Uh, they were Happy either way. Fried. They were fresh. Either way, fr- and we had day. we had Southern catfish. But anyway, two couples were from Alabama, and they said, "Yeah, we're from Alabama and all this stuff." And so then, after they said that, I said, "Man, this is the first time I've ever seen anyone from Alabama not scream roll tide." Because I do that, and so yeah, you do that all the time. And they laugh, hi, and they said, "Yeah, there's a reason for that." War Eagle. <laughs> whatever. And I know hopefully you came back back at them and told them, take that whatever back to Auburn. And I said, my man Vincent wouldn't like that. <laughs> I wouldn't. But, you know, I, the, 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 my the, fighting words now, Here's Alabama. the thing. The one woman was a cutie pie, so I wasn't okay. going to yell at her. So I would have been okay with her yelling You would have been. Man? You would have been. Okay. You would have put your mouth on that. Gladly. There was a Vincent <laughs> Auburn, Vincent Bo Jackson. He was a gr- Hey. Still, I think, the best athlete for the last 50 oh, years. Oh, yeah. How do you argue that? I met the guy yeah. I met the guy that paid Bo Jackson to go to Auburn. Paid him? Paid him. Wait a minute. We got an NSA violation? You oh, reporting yeah, that hell, right hell now? Yeah, <laughs> The dude. Had the statute of limitations the, not on NSA violations had, right No, now. the dude was a, um, what was he? He a was a No, he a was a booster, but by, he was a pharmacist. Okay. In Bessemer, Alabama. That's where uh, Bo Jackson went to Macadory, well, the high school, right. I think. Yes. So he knew him, and he said, you got to go to Auburn because that's, that's, that's where I'm paying you to go. And he said, okay. So he saw it cool. Well, right. there's, a, there's also another story there about why, why he went to Auburn. Why? Basically, apparently, uh, I can't remember what it was, uh, Bear Bryant's offensive coordinator, I think it was Mal Moore, he told Bo Jackson, this is the legend right now, I don't know if this is true or not, told him uh, – you know what? If you come to Alabama, and that was when Alabama was really rolling, winning championships every year, just kind of like now, actually. Uh, see, you caught up, you missed that. Oh yeah, I, heard, I, don't, I, I, I don't want to play with you, man. Anyway, so he told him basically, well, you you may be able to start by the time you're a junior. Bo Jackson like junior. <laughs> and screw that noise. And sure enough, I'll be gone by then. He scored to win a touchdown against us as a freshman. Mm-hmm. He went over the top, Sweet. bowl over mm-hmm. the top. So no, apparently that's. Uh, people still blame uh, that office coordinator for Bo Jackson going to Auburn. He probably right. couldn't understand what uh, what uh, Bear Bryant was saying to him. He probably was like, you know, you know, "It wasn't Bear Bryant; it was the coordinator. It was the coordinator." Yeah, but it was still Southern, maybe that still Southern accent, you know, that, that deep kid, Southern drawl, and you can't understand, understand what he's saying. Yeah, they talk like this. Uh, you know what? Uh, Alabama people are a bunch of racists. Now I'm not here, racist. Here, I, I didn't say you. But a bunch of I uh, Alabama. You can't say that about a whole nah, state. Wait a minute. No, I can't. You can't. Here, here's why. I I was at the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans when Alabama was playing somebody. So uh, there's this white woman there. She's got uh, a roll of toilet paper. Okay, that's the thing. And a uh, box of Tide. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. <laughs> anyway, this brother got <laughs> close to her. And she she got all oh scared and everything. One person made wait, you say wait, wait, the whole wait, state wait, wait, Maybe he smelled. Wait, no, he didn't smell. <laughs> and she turned around and noticed it was an Alabama football player. And then she came all lovey dovey with oh, oh hey, come on, baby, let me give you a squeeze and all this kind of stuff. Off Her, one person? Yes. That's it. It's a, that's all it's, you it's, need. It's, it's, it's a conservative state. I okay. will say that. That's no one of the reasons. Terry. That's one of the reasons why I can't live down there. But well, uh, go back. No, because I'm liberal. Or moderate. 
A moderate left leaning? I guess that's what I'll say. Okay. Whatever. All right, about the Pistons. Okay. We kind of segued there for a while. You there. don't miss covering them. I do not. Because you know how I knew? At I was at your going away party, and you didn't get shit-faced drunk. If you really I had wanted, one drink. You had – no, you had two. Well, the two? Yeah. I had two. I had two. Actually. But you were drinking something that looked like Verner's or something. No, it was, it was apple cider. It was there. cider. Oh, that was it. It, was cider. it was cider. And I sipped on them for like about four hours. Right. That's a vet move. I, I thought you were drinking pee for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. You never but, had cider before? Yeah, uh, it made me sick. I don't Grant, like cider. Granny's apple, apple tea. Those it it was, I think it was like a virtue. It, it, Michigan has some great ciders here. It does, but I can't drink it because it makes me sick. Okay, so back to my party. So, But I knew that you weren't broken up because if, if it was just like, oh, man, I'm not covering the league anymore. I'm really upset. You would have got drunk. And you what didn't. he's saying is, is that if it was him, he would have got blasted. If if well, I, if I missed doing what I was doing. Well, here's the thing, though. Like, you left the, the Pistons, if I remember correctly, to go become a columnist of the Detroit News, correctly? Correct? Yes. All right, so it was a step up. And I look at it as a step up. I am, um, after a 30-year journalism career, 11 and a half, the past 11 and a half uh, covering the Pistons, I'm ready for a new chapter. Um, and, it, and actually, it's funny. I'm actually, I kind of enjoy covering the Pistons now more now than I did at other times. You know, I'm pretty secure on the beat. I pretty much know what's uh, nothing catches me, catches me off guard. Well sourced, uh, but it's just time. You know, I've done it for 11 and a half years, and I think, uh, I think, I think sometimes that the, the covering a team like that. Uh, knowing that your day can be interrupted at any moment by breaking news. That's a young guy's game. And even though I feel young. Yeah. Um, that's I hated that. Yeah. That's something I st- you, you don't like. You never get the way you like that. Right. You you got you got to worry about, what's my man? Um, Adrian Wojnarowski. Wojnarowski. Yeah. When I was covering the Pistons, we had to worry about Peter Vesey from the yep. New York, what is it, New York Post, whatever it was. Yep. He would always have some stupid ass rumor, and it would be wrong back then. See, it was or, like, or, or right half the time. No, how about two percent of the time? <laughs> well, think about what Woj tweets. It's usually right. So, <laughs> or in fact, right, it's right. So, in other words, you have to fool with it. So. I can't tell you. He had Isaiah Thomas traded like three times. That never happened. Uh, there was all kinds of stuff, and we'd have to go chase it. And then I had to talk to Jack McCloskey or uh, Chuck Daly, and they get pissed at me. Where do you get this crap from? It's but Peter Vesey. Oh my God! But Adrian's right, and not not only him. It's you do have you do have like people on Twitter because there's no consequences for getting things wrong now. People can make stuff up, and I had gotten my office and the uh, my higher ups to understand who was a credible source and who wasn't, and so they don't they got to where they weren't really worried about any crazy rumor. But for a while there, any crazy thing out there, someone says, and they be like, Hey, what about this? What about this? So. Um, that is definitely something that's changed. Matter of fact, even in 11 and a half years, I did it. Now, speaking of Twitter, don't you get upset when, as a beat writer, assholes on Twitter telling you how you should cover the team and how you're, and the, the information you got is wrong. I know better, even though I'm in my basement and I've never met a piss in my whole life. Did you get that? Well, of course. And uh, I never got upset about it. I was more amused by it. Um, I used to get pissed. I wouldn't make fun. <laughs> I might make fun of them, and usually what winds up happening, people get mad at me. Like, why, why are you going back at them that much or that hard? I'm like, I'm, I'm not mad, though. It's, but 
I am more informed than this person, though. See, Vince, I, I appreciate that, man. Because, see, I've been having this come to Jesus with, with T about that, you know, <laughs> on his 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 beat and his journey. With, he spent the time with the Pistons. He got in a couple of fights with a couple of players and some other beat writers right, around you, the country. You, you about to get in trouble so, now. You about to <laughs> get in trouble. So, so, sometimes so, it gets so, like so, that, you know what I'm saying? That's where I was getting at. Sometimes, all right, Vinny, like, have you all right, had well, fights I'm with some Pistons players? I'm going to step off then. I'm going to step off. I never man. got into I'm a fight, step off. but I had disagreements with players. I mean, like, I mean, Tayshawn Prince cussed me out before. Ben Wallace over something I wrote was hitting me in the – slapping me in – well, I'll take that back. Tayshawn Prince was the one cussing me out and slapping me in the chest at the same time. Damn. Ben Wallace just basically – just said one thing to me kind of like cryptically and walked away. So I'm glad you're not a little punk and you didn't press any charges or try to make it blow it out the water on Tayshawn for tapping you in the chest. No, I think that was part of, when, part, when, that's part when, of the deal. Right. Yeah, when when has a beat writer sued a player? <laughs> I don't know. You might have been the first No, 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 no. Now, Tayshawn cussed me out too but then wouldn't talk to me. He didn't hit me in the chest. Yeah, but he was like, he was like, it, it was more like he was trying to make a point. Why? But it, it was Why? kind of... A uh, firm tap in the chest. I you know, know who, how it is. What, you, what'd you yeah. say about he was, him? What'd you say? I didn't about say anything him? about him. He Why was he sensitive. He, he was upset, or I quoted him directly about basically he said something critical of uh, former Pistons coach Lawrence Frank, one of the many coaches that yeah. have come through here, and I quoted him directly. And he was trying to tell me the next day he didn't say it, except I had it on tape. You know I'm saying, yeah. So. I, I I got that one, <laughs> and yeah. I think it was some part of it was theater though. I think because the coach got on to him about sure. it, so he went over there to show to show Lawrence Frank, mm-hmm. hey, look, I'm gonna go check this cat mm-hmm. to uh, save yeah. face. Uh, save like face. I, I really didn't mean what I said. Yeah, so yeah. And I think that's probably what happened because Tayshawn, mm-hmm. you know what? Tayshawn act like that. We t- we kept talking, and to this day, that's good. We talk whenever I see him. You know, he, he's a uh, you know general manager, not general manager, but he's a front office guy for the Grizzlies. And uh, we we talk fine. Matter of fact, I would guess the next time the Pistons are in the market for front office guy, Tayshawn Prince probably again. So if, to see if you were still writing. That's you could, breaking news. You could uh, you could vouch for him. Well, I, I tell you what, John Morant, J- uh, Jared Jackson. I mean, Memphis is one of the right. up and coming young teams in the league. I now, mean, Jimmy, no question. Let me ask you, former NBA player. Yes, sir. How can you guys get mad? <laughs> At a journalist who quotes you accurately. Well, <clears throat> if we're not careful with what we say, that's why it's it, it's always well. I was always a calculated type of uh, 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 guy who gave interviews. When I gave my interview, I made sure I did my homework. I made sure that I understood what the topics were about and what we were going to discuss. Wait a minute, a you lot would of go times, over top. You would think topics through your head before you walked into an interview session? Absolutely. Damn. Okay. All right. That's actually, you're more prepared than a lot of people, but that's, there you go. Well, I, I, like I know that. that. And the reason why is because I don't ever want to seem like I'm misinformed or I'm giving any misinformation. Sure. So when you ask me a question, to the best of my knowledge, I'm going to try to answer it. And if I don't know, then I'm going to tell you I don't, I, I don't know. But I think what happens, like with Tayshawn, may have just been a case where he was just giving an honest answer still, but not thinking of the consequences of the answer. It's and like that happens often. You. It's like when we ask you, like, you know, how much did they, they pay you to go to right. the <laughs> you know, that, He still won't give it up. <laughs> I'm telling you, and y'all still don't believe me because I t- I'm okay. telling you, Michigan is the only school that didn't promise us anything. 
And when we were sitting around talking about <laughs> when we were sitting around talking about when we were sitting around Vince, talking about listen to this with a straight face. When it's we're okay. sitting around talking about why we came to school, why we went to school, Michigan, from for all of us, the common the common thread was they didn't promise us anything. <laughs> so uh, while y'all sitting up here laughing I mean, and I'll wincing and doing all nah, this other nah, stuff, I'm, I'm, a, I you, tell you, I'm a little skeptical I too. I just, but why are you, why are you skeptical? I'm tell just, me why you skeptical. Say, I, no, I, no, this is why we're having a discussion. I will say this, and I want to get back to one thing you said earlier. But yes. I will say this: yeah. as someone who kind of un- understands how the sausage is made mm-hmm. when it comes to big time college athletics, mm-hmm. just I mean. That's not the norm everywhere. Everybody's not getting paid. Everybody, right. yada, yada, yada. So, right. but you would think the majority it of is. people at yes. big time college athletics is getting paid because that's how the sausage is, ma- sausage is made. Correct. All right, here, here's what that's I need true. Jimmy to do. Jimmy, I need you to tell me Michigan never promised us anything, but you, without smiling. Michigan never promised us anything. I'll say without smiling. Am I smiling? No, I said without no. smiling. You, you not, right. Michigan. You, He's saying it with us. his deadpan voice, nah, and he's anything. He, he's giving. No, this no, is no, like no. his best acting job. His academy. I know. I know. His Academy Award but performance. You know what? I'm. You know, number twenty four. I'm taking out the Kobe. I'm trying to win this Oscar. <laughs> I heard that. You know? <laughs> but one thing also, I will say to to back up your point. I don't think. In retrospect, oh, you gonna tell us Alabama ne- never paid anybody to play football? No, no, no. no, no. I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> uh, in the article that I wrote about Tayshawn. It, I, I think it was in a proper context, but sometimes reporters will take a – they will twist the words. Mm-hmm. They will take a quote and and parse words mm-hmm. and say what he really means is this mm-hmm. or take something completely out of context, only use part of a quote. Mm-hmm. Like whereas a whole quote might – it might not be that bad, but if they pull out this one, Correct. one one sentence out of it and make a big head out of it. Now, that's the kind of thing that pisses off athletes. Mm-hmm. And you know what? And that's, that's bad journalism. Well, we've all been – uh, victim of that. We've all fell to it. It's happened to me. It's happened to me uh, in a book. It's happened like it's quotes in a book where I didn't say the things. You're I confronted the writer. Book. I'm talking about there Rich. we go again. And I and I and I adore <laughs> Mitch. We were great friends. Um, this is he, not to, this is not to throw Mitch you. under the bus, but um, there was a time where um, you know we were able to uh, speak about the things in the book and. I asked him about certain things in the book, why he would phrase it or uh, frame those things the way he did, and um, that's that's a, that's our only recourse, really. Now, Vincent, here here's a term that pisses me off: fake news. Like journalists make stuff up. Now mm-hmm. we're we're in sports, right? When when did you ever make up a story? Never, never made anything up. N- neither not. I, I, I I've made mistakes. Why. Yeah, you make mistakes, but here's why. I never made up a story. First of all, you shouldn't do it. But my thing is, I'm black. If a, a brother makes stuff up, I'm losing my job. Yeah. So that was that was my motivation. Well, that's one motivation. And also, it's just that's just not what we do. Right. In journalism, journalism class, you're told write the truth. Yes. And making it, it's not fiction. It is actual facts and what's actually happened. And so. Not only that, um, there's a fear of losing your job. There's also, that's just what you're taught to do. It's the right thing to do. I just assumed I would just lose my job. Well, I, and I needed that paycheck. I needed my check, too. That's why I never did it as well. <laughs> yes. Uh, what is, uh, if you had to describe, what is the job of a 
beat writer that covers the team, how would you describe it? Well, basically, um, it's changed. Um, it went from uh, when I first started, real fact based, just kind of saying what happened. Now it's become you try to give insight into why things are done. You try to explain why things are done. You try to, uh, uh, when you can't break news, uh, you know, Josh Smith being waived, Stan Van Gundy's firing, those are two things that come to mind, things, the stories that I broke up, I, I got for anybody else. Um, but, you know, even in the aspect, you know, we talked about Adrian Wojnarowski earlier and uh, Sham Sharania and Chris Haynes and all those other national guys. Uh, you're going to see that they're going to have a lot of things first, okay? But I, a guy explained it to me like this because of how embedded they are with agents, long-time relationships with front office people. Uh, they're going to get the stuff first most of the time. But a lot of times they just come back and say, hey, this is happening. Whereas I come back and say, hey, this is this is what's happening. This is why it happened. This is what the damage is, yada, yada, yada. Like, uh, like uh, they might say, hey, there's a fire. I come back and say how much damage it is, how it started, and all that stuff. So you give them more depth behind what happened. And a lot of that takes being well-sourced and everything. So that's what I would say is what your job is. Analysis, uh, explain, 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 explain. Here's what I would want to do. I'd want to be – I wouldn't mind being the Pistons beat writer if all I had to do was write game stories. You can handle all that other stuff in between, mm -hmm. the rumors. And I, I didn't care. I didn't – feel like dealing with that that's me i was complete opposite the games just kind of run together to yeah. me i like the i like the breaking news aspect of it i like writing a cool profile on someone like um reggie bullock um his his lgb lgbtq advocacy over uh his sibling who was murdered in uh, baltimore i enjoyed taking a deep dive into that i enjoy um langston galloway and his uh love of He's a sneakerhead and explaining what that really means and stuff. Some right. of the things I wrote. I, I ain't actually enjoyed. If I could could have just do features and breaking news and not have to cover any games, then I might, we, still, then I might could, still be then doing we it. we could be a tandem. We then. could have been a tandem. I just, I just do the games. You do all the but other stuff. But you have to help out with breaking news now, though, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I got my people call me. Okay, there you go. <laughs> the Pistons, that the way they stand now, they're in tank mode, as we sure. all know. Any guys on that team do you think will stick around and could be – Excellent plays. I got I got a couple of ideas, but I wanted to hear yours. Um, I I like Sekou's physical dimensions. Uh, he has a lot of work to do, and Jimmy could tell you that. Oh my God, he has. He is basically completely. He's clay now. He's nineteen. Nineteen years old, youngest player in the league. He's a blank canvas. So I like his potential. Um, and you look at the players who good teams have: six nine, long arms. You get right on one of those guys. Hey, you, you're 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 eating caviar. Good. Uh, can in them play. Yeah, but we don't know that. That's what you just hope he develops into something. Uh, he has a lot of physical dimensions that you that a comp players have today. But again, you'd have no idea. Uh, I like Christian Woods' I do potential. Too. Um, How about Svi, Makayla? I like Svi as well, but he's a complimentary piece. Uh, right. He's a, I what think a good he, team guy. He's a guy that can be in rotation of a good team. Yes. And, and speaking of rotation and a good team, what do you? What's your opinion on Reggie Jackson, who just recently been uh, traded or wait? waived by the Pistons and picked out. up. Here's my think on Reggie Jackson. I think because of the, all the injuries that has got gotten him, he can't get around people anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, when 15, 16, mm -hmm. when he was one of the best closers in the league, mm -hmm. uh, he was a devastating pick-and-roll player. And 
that injuries he lost that he wasn't necessarily the quickest guy in the world mm-hmm. anyway, mm-hmm. and he lost that step and he cannot consistently get around this guy. So um, he's a guy that I, I think he could potentially help the Clippers a little bit because mm-hmm. he gives them another ball handler. Uh, but next year the free agent, I won't be surprised he's a vet minimum guy. Mm-hmm. I think wow. he's lost a lot. Well, at least he got paid. He got us. He got that, one. That, big, he got. He got eighty million dollars. He did. He did. He did, he did get one big. Thanks to your boy Stan. Now, how come the Reggie Jackson, Andre Drummond thing never worked out here? Well, it if, it depends on how you classify worked out. When Reggie Jackson was healthy, they were a playoff team. I mean, when they weren't a playoff, yeah, but they were borderline pay, well, playoff. Well, I mean, in Detroit, it depends on that's your standard is winning a championship, and that's a high standard to have. Um, but their ceiling was never to win a championship, though. So. Even if they, Reggie Jackson, had never got hurt, they would have never won a championship there. So that's it. Was basically they drafted Andre Drummond, fell to them at number nine, a prototypical center for back in the day, and suddenly the game changed, and suddenly everybody wants uh, three point shooting at every spot on the floor, and Reggie got hurt. So those are the reasons why. Right, Andre Drummond. Would have been sweet in the 1970s. Yeah, when he's he looking at everybody else and could jump it higher. But now the game, yeah, you're right. The game has changed. So I wish him the best. Absolutely. <laughs> and he, he got a spot on any squad grabbing 20 boards. Well, yeah. and he's, and Jimmy's old school. You find value in that. No, but no question. It's funny though that I, I was watching Sports Center this morning. And you know, the Rockets have leaned into that small ball stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes, they've been out rebounded. They're nine and three in games. They've been out rebounded. Mm-hmm. So, right. how important are rebounds? It, and it, it, that goes down to the breakdown of the philosophy because the, now you're looking at the team um, really dimensions and, and what they are really playing for. Uh, if you have a team that's built that way, then it's going to work out that way. Sure, you know, sure. They'll, they'll never win a title. Okay. I, I don't think they will either, but um, it, 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 it will get them uh, close. Um, but when it, when it comes down to actually – the 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 uh, the game itself and 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 you gotta get a basket and you relying on a bunch of guards to to do that is good but then on the flip side you can expose anyone all you need is one and post them up or or stretch them out any kind of way because there's going to be a defensive liability on the flip side well, they're gonna attack james hard you're gonna attack james hard well james his defense isn't as bad as we think it is. Okay. It's bad, but it ain't as bad as we think it is. <laughs> He's improved it. Now, a couple of years ago when he was standing still, obviously that was, was that a, was clearly he was, an he eyesore. Was a, he was a, 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 a tackling dummy. Yeah. Or, yeah, he all was. All right, fellas, we got to be out of here. Real cold. Yeah. This is the King Absolutely. and Foster Show. Vince thanks Ellis, thanks for joining us. Good luck, brother. Thank yeah, you, guys. In our M streamcast. Come and visit us again.